how you're going to walk out of here when it's all said and done because the game is going to go on and there's only one rule you're going to need to know about there are no second chances there's only this moment and the next moment every one of those moments is a test that you get to take one time and only one time So if you see an opening, tear into it. If you get a shot at victory, make sure you take it. Seize that moment. That moment is a crossroads where everything you want will collide with everything standing in your way. You've got momentum at your back. Fear and doubt are thundering like a freight train straight at you. And all you got the only difference between making history and being history, the only thing, the only thing you can count on in any given moment is you. It's you versus them. You versus no. You versus can't. You versus next year, last year, statistics, excuses. It's you versus history. Versus the odds. It's you versus second place. Clock is ticking. Let's see what you've got. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Eight minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. We start a brand new day with you. Well, Amit could spend it any moment. We do have Frank Caliendo scheduled to be in studio tomorrow. So that's a big show coming up tomorrow. Anytime Frank can hang out with us. I think it's only happened uh, one time, maybe twice. Most of the time it's on the phone or something. So he is coming through some of our markets. And we look forward to seeing old Frankie baby tomorrow. Our number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. Speaking of Frank, it's another one. Frank the Tank. He's got your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. YouTube is live in HD. Thank you, Eddie Van Adler, for that. And we're ready to go. Let's bring him in. Sitting over to my left, Mr. Greg Burgess, right in front of me. It is Helmsy. What's up, boys? How y'all doing? Hey, hey, hey. Pretty good. Pretty good? Pretty good. Yeah. Chasing I, uh... yourself a little bit? A little bit, a little bit. And you're trying to get settled. You know, when you start doing stuff at the house in the mornings, yeah. and it's not on your schedule and on your mind, and you you got somewhere to be. Right. When you leave the house, make sure you got everything. Well, all, we're all you about know? routines, and if I you know. get out of that routine, then well, I you know, you I, know? I, I I couldn't watch that thing on Shark Week last night. It scared me to death. That um, remember the movie that they were going to do? Oh yeah. 
It didn't really scare me. It scared Amanda though. Did y'all really? See, really I missed good. it last Greg, night. It, how was it? It was based on real yeah, but, events. But y'all thought okay. Megalodon actually was real. Was happening. So they Greg. did a film. They did a. They made a movie. Yeah, for I smart. wanted to watch it. Smart. They'll show it again for the week. So. Should sure. probably show it today before the newest one thing. Yeah, you know, whatever maybe, they do. Maybe but, I can catch it. Was it in count? I liked it. I was enjoying it. Was and, you scared? Uh, I was about 30 <laughs> minutes in, and Amanda was like, I don't like stuff like this. <laughs> Capsized is what it was called. Ooh. So they're on a sailboat. They go out. I think What's they're that? making a trek from uh, – I think they head out from New Jersey, headed to Florida. They got a crew. This happened in 1982, by the way. <gasps> and, uh, yeah, Coast Guard advised them. I don't want to give too much Did away. The shark get after. Him? Well, I mean, if it's if we can read about it, oh, I mean, it's, you, it's a tough deal. Just give us the facts. No, you know what I mean about it. the story. I, well, if it's history, we know this. It ain't my can... history. <laughs> so you're picking and choosing on it. Nah, go ahead. I don't. No, know. I mean but just it, the basics. So if you were running a trailer here, how would it? Be? They're they're capsized mm-hmm. um, after warnings. I got of that not from to the go. title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, rough ride, rough ride, and uh, it's. I'm gonna leave it at that. Okay. Um, hey, ben, ben. But, but then, but then they're out in you know. Then we're out there. Yeah. For a long hey, time. we're out there for yeah. long, for a long time. We got our legs. That's in the a water. fear of mine. And we got our legs in the water, mm. and one of them's bleeding, and that's oh, not, and, no. that, that ain't good. and that's not good. No. And so, chum. Uh, yeah. I, I here, there it is, phone. right there. This is the trailer we're rolling here. I grew up on the water. Oh is boy. That? Of course, they made fun of him. Huh? City grew up on the water. Oh really? Yeah. It is based off real yeah, life but, events. But Greg, what are you doing? It was buddy? actually like a documentary. <laughs> Look, I, that's funny. So anyway. Megalodon got you. You were the only buddy. person that Megalodon got you. I will, that wasn't the case, and we're going to move on because you keep going. Every, to that. every year. Well, back. so I was I was talking to a guy yesterday, a friend of mine, and Ooh, uh, friend. he said he said, do you, let me ask you something. He said, do you go Shark Week or Shark Fest on National Geographic? I know, it's tough. And I said, I'm going to be honest with you. I try to stay loyal to Discovery on yeah. this. Yeah, because they are the original. That's yes. right. I said, but I find myself a lot of times liking the things on Shark Fest on National Geographic better than I do on Discovery. Sometimes. And he said, I feel the same way. He said, matter of fact, I'll just say it. I think what National Geographic does is better. I, I feel like, guilty okay. though when I watch it. Kind of yeah. do too, but uh, last last night I watched this film and or some of it anyway. I've still got about ten or fifteen. How, minutes. how long is it? I think it's a. I think it's, a it's not an hour and a half. Oh, I no. think it's. I think it's a good. It's like a movie. So oh, and Amanda, wow. there was one point where Amanda's like, I don't want to watch this. She doesn't like you know mm-hmm. shark attacks and sure. <laughs> Um, especially when people are acting it out and it's, you know, real life, based off real life. Good events, acting? Knowing Caroline's gone to the beach, you know, that kind uh, of thing. Is it good acting? Yeah, I thought it was. It was, okay. it was a, let me, okay acting. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's not going to win. There's no A-listers kinda, in there. Yeah. <laughs> there was one guy I recognized from something. I couldn't figure it out. Probably Joe the Policeman in the What's Going Down episode of That's My Mom. <laughs> Where did that come from? Coming to America. You may remember him as Joe the Policeman (laughs) in the What's Going Down episode of That's My Mama. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you you mentioned that because uh, yesterday it was crazy. You look up and it's one of those days where it's just late and I didn't even turn the TV on, so I'd missed it completely. But I'd forgotten it was on, too. So, I keep so forgetting the Shark Week. I keep forgetting. Well, you know, my big thing is I've I've gone over and dabbled in Shark Week, uh, 
especially especially leading, I mean, I've watched like one, especially leading up to it because this before it started officially Sunday night. Yeah, this past weekend they were rolling stuff constantly, and yeah. it, it was Nat Geo and Discovery going back and forth like you're talking about. And so I would just kind of play them against each other, and if I liked what was on Discovery, right, yeah. I stayed with it. Yeah. But then if I didn't, it was like all right, this is dragging, or I've seen it. I'd go over to Nat Geo. I, I, um, I'll be honest, I kind of hold it against Nat Geo. The Shark, trying to little bit the Shark Fest had that show. Now, this ran last year. This it was the uh, United Sharks of America where it gave you the top five oh, yeah. states in the United States yeah. that, that has the most shark attacks. Of course, Florida's right there at number one. And, a, and more attacks than anybody of the other states combined. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think North Carolina was five. Um, Wisconsin, <laughs> it was North Carolina, yeah, California, Nebraska. South Carolina, Hawaii, <laughs> and then Florida. The, the so. Cape Cod area wasn't no, really. Yep. Hmm. So North Carolina gets a lot. Yeah, Ooh, well, it was number five on the list. No mistakes. So I watched that on Shark Fest going into capsized in Shark Week. Okay. Even though I'd seen the United Sharks of America, I watched it again because I liked. I, I remember liking that. Yeah. Anytime you're talking about Florida. It's close to our home. Uh-huh. I was dialed into that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of sharks out there in Florida. A lot of sharks. It is Shark Week. A lot well, of people in the me. water and a lot of sharks. I'm disappointed in myself in Shark Week. Did y'all know, do y'all know about the spinner shark? The no, look, I don't. It, it'll, it'll bite you, but it's small. <laughs> spinner? Yeah, it's quick. Quick bite and get out of there. It's not like the bull. But, it'll hey, it'll do damage big time. Mm. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 21 minutes past the hour. Thursday is here, and we are live. It's the Rick and Bubba kickoff hour. I am Speedy alongside Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. We're holding the fort down. Rick and Bubba join us after top of the hour. Eddie Van Adler, he's also here. He's got YouTube going. And we got Frank the Tank. He's your intern doing a little bit of multitasking uh, this hour as he's pulling show prep, getting Big Boy out, getting the coffee ready. Uh, and we are settled in for this Thursday edition of the show. Uh, you know, a little bit earlier prior to the show, we'll, we'll sit around and, and shoot the bull a little bit uh, and, uh, and hang out prior to going live. And there's this one story that that we don't really want to comment that much about uh, because we're happily married and, and love our wives. But there's a 107-year-old Bronx woman uh, that has given us the secret to her long life. Uh-oh. Her long life. Yep. And here it is. Just uh, We're not going to say anything, though. Not I at think all. the secret of 107, I never got married. I think that's the secret. My sister says, I wish I never got married. She says. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Aunt Bethany. Mm-hmm. So it sounded like it did. Never, Fuck. never got married. Yes. The what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I five. Never got married. My sister. Um, I'm not going to comment. How old on is she? Hundred, hundred and seven. Hundred and seven. I'm a hundred and seven, and I never got married. <clears throat> Rusty in the navy. <laughs> <laughs> the blessing. <laughs> Our father. I'm sorry. Uh, I pledge allegiance. <laughs> All right. So uh, anyway, we're not going to really comment that much on that. 
But she says I, um, I she know. never got married, and and that there may be something to that. That's yeah. uh, that's kind of what she puts uh, her put sister. She's uh she's she doesn't have a walking cane, no wheelchair. That's unreal. She does all her shopping. Talk about some genetics there. Mm-hmm. Um, hundred seven year old woman. You got to study her. Yeah, but that hundred and seven. <laughs> I would like to know like the things she eats. What she did? She smoke growing up because she's at an age yeah. where back then and she dipped stuff. She mm-hmm. probably did it all. Yeah. Um, there's also another story, and it's it's kind of strange because raise your hand if you hate porta potties. Uh, I do not. Not a fan at all. I will do whatever it's I horrible. can not to go in one, uh, especially yeah, on a hot Alabama oh, summer day. That baby's preheating. Oh my goodness! There's <laughs> there's one ballpark uh, that we go to that hosts a lot of tournaments, and they're redoing their bathrooms, and mm-hmm. so they've got porta potties. Mm-hmm. And I will just there's nothing. I'll, I'll go in the woods before I go in there. Um, they're horrible. Anyway, um, a woman got trapped mm. in a porter. They're saying a portable toilet. It's a porta potty. Anyway, she was with her family, and they were at an air show over the weekend. <clears throat> but it got canceled due to high winds. Well, she was walking out and had to go to the bathroom, so she went to the porta potty, and the winds blew the porta potty over, and it landed <clears throat> uh, door door side down. Oh, and, and all so that she junk. couldn't she couldn't oh. get out. She That's couldn't a get nightmare. out. Uh, here's, really a, here's her talking about it. Enjoy this. As soon as I was trying to sit, the whole thing just went on my back, the oh. door facing downwards, and I'm actually sleeping on it, and I could feel all the water and everything falling on me. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. I was thinking like crazy. I was a mess. My hair had some toilet paper in it. I had blue water, pee water. I saw some needles there. Oh, I had like almost two hours shower. I was in the shower for the longest time. Did Uh, she say there was? I would have showered for like twenty-four hours. Needles in there too. She said needles. She said poo water. She said pee water. Good night. Took shower for a long time. Yeah, I wouldn't have got out of the shower for a while. Yeah, I would have broke my longest shower record. For sure. Mm. That's nasty. That's that's, that's a nightmare. Here's one of the bystanders. You know what my theory is for this putrid smell? (laughs) People that are overweight, wanting to lose weight, come down here. You won't eat for a week. No. (laughs) What if you're in there? What if you're in there, door side down, and you got all that stuff on you? Can't get out, y'all. Got toilet paper in the hair. Poo water and and, uh, (laughs) and needles. A couple of wall hangers. She didn't say that. Oh. <laughs> she said she before it went Ball down. She said. Dog. She <laughs> said she felt the wind move, and uh, move the the porta potty just a little bit. And she was like, "Hey ho, what's that?" I would and, be, I'd be clawing my way through the side of that thing or something. And she said it couldn't have been worse timing because as soon as she was trying to sit, that's when the whole thing went over. Mm. Mm, 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 I went mm. on my back and the door face uh, facing downward. And all that mess just. And I could just. I, I was just. She was like, I, as it was happening, I couldn't believe it was happening. I couldn't believe it was. No, I, that's unbelievable. And here's here's pictures uh, I'm showing you guys of of them. What really did that wind must have got up a little bit, didn't it? <clears throat> how about it how blows about over a portal at lookout with you in it? Yep, here's you, in if it. you're adding the weight to it, it, you wouldn't think it would blow it over. And you know, th- wins, then mister. there's a picture of uh, some of the needles that were that were also in it. There's some of the poo water. 
<laughs> I mean, have, I'll, if I ever have to go in there, I try to see if I can hold my breath. You know, it's bad. And go in. It's bad. Yeah. It's, it, it's ne- It's always. It's always a quick trip. If it's the other, I'm going somewhere. It makes me mad when I'm at a place. I don't know that I've ever yeah. thrown a curveball in a porta potty. Oh, I don't know that I've ever went number two. It's, it's got to be an emergency. I'll tell you that. It's got to be one of those. Hey, boy, it, it can't be just casual. No. It's one of them that I, I'm, at, I'm, attack. I, I'm at the edge of night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> edge of night. Yeah. <laughs> you just look around. You're like, well, here it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what else do we do? That sure is. A you know, they make some. Uh, back to what you were talking about, as far as going to some of these ballparks mm-hmm. that when they're re- renovating their bathrooms. I have been to some tennis tournaments with the kids where they actually brought out these, sure enough, good, really nice trailers. Yeah, that are have bathrooms in them, and yeah. that's what they do. Yeah. yeah, and so it's like a porta potty, but you're like in a trailer that has yeah, three or nice. four. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Yeah, air um, condition. Air, oh yep. yeah, air, which is a game changer. Mm-hmm. Well, remember when we went to uh, Ole Miss to watch the game that time? They had them. They they were called the Hotty Toddy Potty. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> and they were portables. They yeah. were air conditioned and nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of the game day uh, crews do that on a lot of the tailgating areas, yeah. just because these porta potties, y'all. Good night, the porta potty. Yeah, those are like almost like little trailers that yes. you know are air conditioned. Those are a lot better. See, it's one of those things where I wish I would have, I should have <laughs> invented the first time I ever walked into a porta potty. I should have said, "There's a better way to do this." There's a better way. Why am I not doing this? Mm-hmm. But people are gonna have to lay the cash down for it, and they just soon bring them old plastics in. Yeah, yeah. and I'm sure they're not cheap. But yeah. compared to that, showing off good one. Is it Kate's that that works at at uh, the Speedway when they they come through and, and this? Yeah, he does? they go around and <laughs> pump them out. <laughs> and pump like people with RVs that have you know you yeah. need theirs yeah. empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes Hello. a little cash, doesn't it? I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> I mean, I, I you know me, I'm a, I'm want that be cash. Tough. I just don't know if I can I do that. I don't know if I can do that. It'd <laughs> be a crappy day. It would. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, you see some good things. Uh, I don't know if we got we don't have time, Daryl. I want you to hang on because we we might try to come to you here. Um, I it, 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 is that what. I think I'm reading that right. You are. You're okay. reading it right. right. Yeah. Now, whether it's true or not, Greg's already got his meter up. Yeah, porta potty pranks. I'm not sure about, uh, but he's got us one. He's got something he did. I think to his boss. We'll have to see about that. I don't know. I, I think he accidentally did it. I think this one was an accident deal. Accidental. I saw that on TV one time. Oh goodness, Daryl, you're gonna have to convince Greg you actually did that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come Look back. Yonder. The number is eight six six. We be big. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes till top of the hour. It is the kickoff hour. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. One hundred percent natural, research-based formula that was created to help combat the root causes of inflammation. Check them out right now at relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. We have been talking to you about this company for years now. A lot of success stories. You let us know how it's going, and it has helped so many of you. We feel like it'll help you as well. If you have not ordered relieffactor.com, but you have aches and pains and inflammation, a three-week trial pack right now is just $19.95. That's relieffactor.com. Look for the quick start pack, $19.95. Or you can go to rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. 
Well, we uh, asked him to hold on. We just did a porta potty story, porta potty story, uh, where a lady was in it. Uh, leaving a uh, an air show and uh, it was canceled due to bad weather and high winds, but she just couldn't hold it and they were leaving. Uh, and she said, "Hey, let me use the restroom." Porta potty uh, t- tipped over, uh, door down, face down, and she couldn't get out. Stuff all over her, and she was. You can only imagine. She was breaking down the story and what that was like. Uh, Daryl says he's got a little something for us. Daryl, what's going on? Hey guys, how y'all doing this morning? Hey, good, we're good. Uh, I got, I worked at the coal mine and we poured concrete out there. And uh, I went back to the trailer to get some rebar that they had cut in a bobcat. And uh, I got the rebar loaded, and uh, hmm. I was going to whirl that baby around and take off back back to where I was going. And they had moved to porta potties, and they'd been they hadn't cleaned them in about four days. Mm. So uh, my boss had went in one, and I didn't I didn't know they was that close to me. But when I swung that bobcat around, I hit it with my bucket. Oh no! And it turned it over, and it trapped him face down. Oh, and we had to wow. get a skill saw and cut that thing out and get him out of there. Oh my god! <laughs> so, and that was your last day, uh, yeah? Right? And then you were, you were then you were sent on your way, huh? Goodness he, gracious. he was uh he wasn't real he wasn't real happy about it no about two weeks but it wore off <laughs> <No>. <laughs> good night that that's a nightmare it is it is it an is. absolute nightmare hey man sorry about that you good at least they got the jigsaw out yeah what if you what if you think that's your day you got a jigsaw out trying to got greg a you okay with that story you believe <clears> it looked a, it sounded a little different than the one i saw okay mm-hmm. i'll give him i'll give him that he had the details it made it kind of believable. i noticed you're buying in yeah yeah well, we hadn't done it in a uh, in a long time, uh, but it is time for. That's the fact, Jack. That's oh boy! This is when Helmsy reads us facts, and uh, some some of it's so bizarre we can't believe it, but he claims it's a fact. Well, I'll throw a few at you today, and we'll see how this goes. Okay. And we may start doing this, and we may not. You brought it up yesterday in the well, break. We you said. It. Hey, I'll tell you what I'd like you to do, Helms. Some of it has you scratching your head because you can't believe it's a fact. Well, this one here is it'll. We'll all have to answer to this. Ninety-seven okay. percent of people wash their hands incorrectly. Ninety-seven percent. Ninety-seven percent. They don't rub their hands together for a full twenty seconds. Yeah, I, I, yeah I've it? heard. Ain't you supposed to do the ABCs? Or something? It's supposed to be with warm water or something. And too? I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit. I don't spend end. twenty seconds washing my no. hands. Oh. So I'm in the 97%. Uh-uh. Yeah. All right, hold on. Let me, if, let, me, if, hold on let me see here. 20 seconds? 20 seconds. Full now. 20 seconds, it says. That's a fact. Threw man. the full in there. All right, so hold on. Let's see here. So I'm going to the restroom, come out. Okay. It's a long time to We're wash washing your hands, hands. Washing hands, washing hands. Let's be honest right now. I'm wrapping up. I am too. Oh, I'm, I'm wrapping up. That's 10 seconds. I've already doing, got it. Hey, you're not doing surgery. <laughs> still washing, y'all. Yes. You're still washing. Yes, you are. Still washing. Don't stop. Still washing. Like and you can stop now. 97%. I, I that's a little much. People yeah. do not wash. Who died and person. left? Who come up with this? Uh, Greg, I don't want to hear that mess. Yeah. How many okay. people? I tell you, we got an epidemic. What happened? Well, people aren't washing their hands quite long enough. Yeah, well, I can tell you that. It's a. That's the fact, Jack! Moving yeah. to. Like I said, if you're supposed to do open heart surgery, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moving to eyebrows. <laughs> do you know that eyebrows renew themselves every 64 days? What do you mean? Your eyebrows. They renew themselves every 64 days. 
What's renew their self mean? That's just what it says. I'm so saying, you mean I'm I could shave my ones. you could I I could shave my eyebrow. It's like your hair on your head. Correct. It just keep well, but, growing. But yeah. wouldn't it be so sticking out? I've what, seen people. That oh, you've seen those people. But, it looks like they got a ball cap on, yeah. and it's their. There's eyebrows. two things that as I get older, I need y'all to make <laughs> like sure. Hey, yes. I, hey, I need you two to look at me right now. Sun's not in okay. their eyes. As I get older, <clears throat> there's two things I need y'all to make sure I take care of. Mm-hmm. Eyebrow hair. And yeah. nose hair. Yeah. yeah I, both of those. Are well, I'll even add a third one. Uh, ear hair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which is hard for me to see. Yeah. It is. You have to it's, really uh, get in there and look. There are people that we all come in contact with, and they need to take care of those three things better than they're doing. And for I'll some reason, to, as you get older, that's it's it's more prominent. Yeah. I probably need to hit mine right now. Yeah. My nose hairs. Well, every now and then, like, if, I, if I'm... Check. Hey, if you let them go. Oh, yeah. Oh, it now gets think about it, I, I don't know when was the last time I pulled that little nose hair trim oh, around. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh-huh. How you like that thing? Yeah. Good invention. Oh, yeah. Um, but when it comes to the eyebrows, every now and then I'll be like trimming up the old goatee and I look up and I'll have one that's like oh, yeah. yes. pointing straight out or whatever. Away, just well, y'all, y'all remember that time I was real sleepy and I hit it and I basically shaved my eyebrows off. Why don't you shave them off and draw them on like women do? Have you ever Ooh, seen them when yeah. they draw them real thin yeah. ones on? Every once in a while, I'll get one that's out of whack, and I'll attempt to go in there, and yeah. I'll mess up and get three or four. Oh, yeah, it's hard yeah. To you got to be careful. Do y'all know when people say once in a blue moon? Do y'all know how uh, how no. long that actually I've is? I've heard yeah. that how statement we, many times. When do blue moons come around? Blue moon. Blue moon. <laughs> once in every two or three years. Two what? to three years. Oh, yes. Are you serious? So, you know, when, once, so once if, you, moon, if you're saying blue moon, blue moon, if you're saying that, you you really should mean. It's rare. It's very rare, two yeah. to three years. Yeah. Like Greg's nice once in a blue moon. I've heard that a million times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know what it is. That's the fact, Jack! Tell me if y'all believe this one. Laughing for 15 minutes. <laughs> Blue moon. Non-stop. Listen. Laughing for 15 minutes has the same health benefits as getting two extra hours of sleep. Oh, wow. Let me raise my hand. I've never had a situation, even I've been in some funny situations where I've had to laugh 15 straight. Not straight, just 15 minutes. You can say 15 minutes in two hours. Listen to this show does that to you, I think. I I laugh every day for 15 minutes. I thought it meant I wonder if you go five (laughs) hours in here a day with all the stuff we say and all the laughter, I wonder how many minutes we actually laugh. Yeah. Eight. If we were... What I'm figuring. <laughs> yeah, I think I laugh for four seconds. But then. what about your fake laughs? Do those well, count? I don't know. You got to find out. That's so uh, good. Because Speedy, if we count his fake laughs, he's way. Hey, hey, look, let me he's just, getting hey, six extra hours yeah. of sleep. You're, <laughs> you, you're the healthiest son of a gun. I've hey, seen. hey, Charity, I don't hold the market on fake laughs. Uh, uh, I've seen, I've seen some yeah, fake laughs. But not in here. to the level. Huh? I'm not after. I'm not, not the alpha the male level. on fake laughs. Oh, now, now you are the alpha male. No. I'm not saying no. others no. don't do it. But if there was a contest, <laughs> so that's fake, right? And there, we had that pedestal. You would be in the middle. <laughs> see, right? that's, not, see, that's not funny. <laughs> Gold medalist. Well, Which that's is not nothing wrong. That is, that's nice. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Buddy. I'm glad you thought, that you can do it. Well, you thought Megalodon was real, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's fake. No, see? that was actually real. That was fake. No, that was real. Oh, here we go. All right, koalas. <laughs> koalas. Everybody likes the koalas. Who don't like a koala? I wish I had one. Do you know how many hours they sleep a day? Uh, 23. You, you're close. Really? Yeah, you're very close. They sleep that for man. 22 hours a day. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, so Bubba, something Bubba's that, like a koala. <laughs> <laughs> if he didn't have to do a four-hour show, he would be right there with us. <laughs> That's the fact.
Something that twenty-two uh, hours. My goodness, yeah. what? What? I mean, I they, how they get anything done? I, well, they don't. They just sleep. Mm. Speedy, you can relate to this. I am starting to see this in my own home. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg, I don't know if this was the case uh, when your kids were in teens, but that's fact, Jack. Probably not. I don't think it had hit them yet. But how about eighty-two percent of teens do not ring the doorbell? They text or call to say they're outside. Mm. I'll give you that. Eighty-two percent. I'm seeing this. Hey, I'm pulling up. I'm I here. I'm yes. here. Yeah. Had, I haven't experienced that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but that's eighty-two percent. It's a lot. That is a lot. That's, do that's not high. ring the doorbell. That's a little high. Well, teens. like if I'm, I'll tell you this. I'll even do this sometimes. I do it too. I, if, I, if I'm, I'm guilty. Go, of if this I'm one. going to pick up one of the kids, I'll just text here. I won't get out. You know, and I'm not yeah, talking no, about. I've like, done that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, there's sometimes I do, here. sometimes I don't. You know, maybe on the drop off, we talk and whatever, and then, hey, I'm here. Get in the car. Let's I can go. see that. I can see that. One more, and I'll leave it with you today. That's the John Brown. Can y'all tell me what the most search how to YouTube video is? How to? Yes. Uh, I'm going to say it's got something to do with plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> that was real. I'm not, yeah. That's not a fake laugh. That was funny. <laughs> Don't be paranoid about it. <laughs> the most searched tutorial. Hold on. How to Hold tutorial. On. I'm not going to tell you until you tell me how to unscrew a light bulb. I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. How to kiss. Oh, come oh, that's not on. true. That, incorrect. That's not I'm true. I'm just telling you. Uh-uh. Incorrect. I'm just telling no, you. No, Plumbing no. bill. Do, do not shoot the messenger on this one. What, there's a technique? Evidently. Well, y'all know there is. I, 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 I'm going to Google it and see. I, I, be, I guarantee. Is it just how to kiss or yeah, how, how to French ki- kiss? How to kiss. Hmm. The most search tutorial that. on YouTube. That's crazy. How to kiss. How to kiss. Well, there yep. you go. Who's putting on the tutorial? On? What if Greg was the? What if y- y'all you went did to the tutorial? Like, okay, here's what you yeah. do. Well, and this, I had like a, a mannequin. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the day we recorded this from you? Okay. Huh? I remember you. Uh, Right. That was you kissing. That sounds like Speedy when Rick walks in. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear me? We both said it at the same time. Did you hear what I said? I said that's you kissing your brother. No, you did. I did. Dang. We Greg both Gubbins. were. Are I you know. serious? Uh, yeah, no fake that's laughing. Fake laughing, at laughing all. and everything. Jerk. Mine was at the same. Uh, did y'all like how that went? I did. I, I did. I don't okay. believe any of it, but I do. <laughs> I do. I like how we that. We need to do it about once every six months. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. They're my friends. They're my friends. They're my friends. They're my friends. You got me running, going out of my mind. Mm-hmm. You got me thinking that I'm wasting my time. Don't bring me down. No, 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 no. They're my friends. They're my friends. They're my friends. We're back. It is eight minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour. Oh, Frank the Tank. Yeah. He's got things uh, under control in the call screen room. I saw Frenchie. He's here, which means great. Uh, Rick Rick is here, and uh, Eddie Van Adler's here. Bub is in the office. We're all set. We're ready to go, and we thank you for being with us. Uh, we have got a very disturbing story, and we, we sometimes have them, and we don't bring them all to you because we just can't get to all the stories we have. But 
We have a student 19 years old that uh, they say broke open the door of the little prop plane that she was in with two others and jumped to her death from the plane, Yeah, apparently doing some research. Cambridge University is where this college student goes, and they were about 3,500 feet in the air, and apparently it was a Cessna light aircraft during the flight back from the remote lodge where they were studying a rare species of crabs. She just opens the door and jumps. Yeah, they said that the research Good trip time. was supposed to be for six weeks, but she cut it short <laughs> after eight days wanting to come back. And five panic attacks, the other passengers trying to hold her in. She's opening the door, trying to get out. And they and finally she just gets exhausted and can't hold her anymore, and out she went. Goodness gracious. So there. No parachute. So the, the 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 young lady was obviously going through something. Uh, to to as we could all you imagine know, I, I doing get, this. I don't know. Is it a is it a panic attack that was so severe that you lose all sense of reasoning and you just got to get out? Well, is something was it? going on. She cut the trip. Supposed to been six weeks. <clears throat> After eight days, she's coming back. So she she was obviously there's levels bad. of anxiety there that we can't even comprehend. Right. I get. I'm assuming I, I, she had to get out of that plane for some reason. Have y'all ever been in any situation where you, hey, I got to get out of here, like I, well, claustrophobic uh, or or plane? I mean, you could use plane. Yeah. I've never that had time any I issues went through that cave plane. crawl thing. Yeah, that, yeah. Oh, the panic on your face, Greg, was something else. That video is that was that was. I, you almost feel sorry. You're like, well, Greg needs to get out of there, and you can't. No, you're so far in it, you can't. Mm-hmm. Um, Helmsy, there was one time. I really didn't have any problem being buried alive, which I cannot which amazes believe. Me. I can't I, believe that. I wouldn't have done that. But when I was with Continental Tire at Barber Motorsports Park. And, oh, yeah, when you and, got in and, the car. And I got in, the, I got in that? that car. I do remember I thought that. he was faking. I, I had I had, I had a, a, an attack come on me, and the only thing I can go, because I, I don't have, I'm not claustrophobic. I, something Sounds the got, same way that cave crawl. I've never been claustrophobic, but something I got. Something got I remember you talking to me on the telephone saying, look, I know you think I'm kidding right now, but I do not. like." Yeah, no. get out. Yeah, no. I had to go down the you paddock. You eventually got back in. Yeah, I had to go down the the uh, the pit road or paddock area or whatever and sit on the wall and really kind of have a conversation with myself but and say, buddy, you, you got to do this. And then I got back in there and I, I was okay. Well, yeah. let me ask you this. In that situation, because you were at that panic point, if the car had been moving fast, and I know, let's just say that it had a door you could get out. I know you had to climb in and out of would you have opened the door and jumped out with it moving? No, probably not. That's I'd, my point. I'd, she I'd was been... at a panic so bad she jumped out of a plane. Yeah, I probably huh? would have been screaming to the driver, "Please stop!" Yeah. Can you stop? And I guess but, you... there's no way you just open the door and dive out. <clears throat> no, well, no, she did. But I, but it's almost like, hey, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. Oh, I know. What you're and, and my headphones that I... I was, I didn't have wireless headphones. And when I sat down, the headphones it pulled around you, pulled around my neck, and was kind of choking me a little bit. And the way those cars were, you felt like you were in a yeah. little cocoon. You start crying, I remember. And it was so blasted hot in there. I don't see how the driver was. I mean, he he was just taking people around, stop and get in. Taking people around, stop, get in. He was just wasn't getting out of the car. I don't know how he did it, but yeah, I had to get out. The only yes, time that I've, question, yeah. <clears throat> the only time that I've ever had experienced anything like that was in in an MRI machine, and this was like oh. five or six years ago. 
Come on. And I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. If did you if, have to jump out? I would have. If I could have, if there was a door, you could have hit. Yes. You would have. And I realized I only rolled like six feet, unlike this lady that jumped out of the plane. We the all have pretty good stories. He came up with this one. But but that's I mean serious business. It was one of those moments where I had to ask the lady, "How much time do I have left in here? Mm. Because this is not going well. This is not going well. And, I'm out. making it. And I think it was like 22 minutes that I was in there. Maybe and you had to get naked. No. Oh, no. I remember that. Why Why would it have to get naked? That's what that's why. Panicked. Yeah, that's what and so, some people have um, to. But I had two minutes left, and it was the longest two minutes. Oh man, it was you didn't awful. Think it would ever end. It, it was awful. <sighs> and when that when when that but uh, that noise was made, and they said, "Hey, we're we're done." It was the biggest relief. I don't know what it was. I just I could I don't know. Couldn't you scratch your nose. <laughs> couldn't do. I mean, I just how close? I've never been in one. Of these. <clears> oh, it's close. It's close. It's not that close, but it's close. It's like just like that. Yeah, it's inches. So it's know. so I guess three years ago. And you got to be still. That's the thing. Yeah, you can't, oh, you can't. They, they don't want you moving no, around because it's got to take. They're taking pictures. And then you know, okay, if I move, I got to do this again. I got to do this again. Yeah. See this through. It's gonna be longer. Let's come on, man. Yeah. I if, I, if I, I would have had an ejection button that day, I would have hit out. it. Yeah, I'd have been out of that MRI and tried it another day. Right, I'm going home. I'll now the consequences out. for that's yeah. nothing like this lady's death. No. Yeah. Not comparing the two, get, but get okay. So but I was about, I had anxiety that day that right. I had never experienced. Let's before. think about those panics right there. Okay, that we just listed. Hers was so bad. Yes, that yeah. she lost all sense that if I open this door and jump out, I'm going to plunge to my death. I yeah. got to get out of here. Yeah, and we're sorry wow. that we're kind of sending everybody into a, their own slight panic attack right now. Yeah, but I take a deep breath. Well, I'm trying to think of other times where I was panicked or had that kind of level of anxiety, and I, I just – that's the only thing I can think of. Well, I've lived well, a pretty fortunate weird life, about, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you something weird about the story. I was reading it. It says she intentionally fell from the aircraft above blah, 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 Madagascar. And they're talking about – they're trying to recover her body, but they probably never will. It's real remote. She mm-hmm. dropped into a zone which is full of carnivorous fossa felines, and that's all it says. What? So I looked up fossil felines. Okay. And they're these they're like cat. Yeah. This in Madagascar. Yeah. And they're pretty big. Yeah. And uh I'd never but I don't know what that has to do with the story. Yeah, I don't hmm. They just added wow. that in the store for some reason. So I said, Well, I gotta see what a fossil feline is. It's a weird looking deal. So they get up about six foot long. I like that movie, Madagascar. Really? Yeah, that's based on a true story. <laughs> well, she dropped into a little area, didn't she? Man. Now that's an unbelievable story. How about the person that was fighting? Basically, yeah. she said, "I got exhausted, couldn't hold her anymore." She's getting out of that plane, y'all. She had to go. Somehow. Troubled mind, yeah. very troubled mind. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Ooh. It brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Oh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick it is six and minutes now Rick past the hour. Thank you for being Bubba, with us. A brand new hour. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, it starts with the national anthem. Our national anthem today, Jennifer Hudson. Oh, 
show from the broadcast plaza and teleport we thank you for being with us today speedy the real greg burgess helmsy all here they've been rocking a kickoff hour along the rick and bubba radio network the tune in app the podcast archives live on youtube uh so um, that's all the different rick and bubba platforms uh one that will add uh, also blaze tv subscribers get an hour of the rick and bubba show commercial free available to you every day as well so if you don't want Rick and Bubba, it's because you don't desire it, not because you can't access it. Rick and Bubba University today, Frank the Tank, earning his degree in common sense. That, of course, now a superpower. Frenchie, our exchange student uh, from Burgundy, the Burgundy region of France, there in central France, spending the last two days. He'll be here today and tomorrow, and then we put him back on the plane Back to France on Saturday. It has been a great time. Across the way, the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive, standing by and ready to go. Speaking, of course, of the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama, but most of you probably know him best as the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba. Rick Burgess, friends, neighbors, and associates, welcome in to Rick and Bubba. Yeah, come on, Gladys. 
Love that song. It's yeah, one, it's one of those songs. That's that, no matter how many times I hear it, I'm like, yeah, I'll hear it again. So uh, today we, I know we had phase two of the Democrats last night. Uh, I, I, I didn't watch it again, but I understand that there's like a highlight reel. I'm sure. I understand they went after Joey Biden pretty good. Oh yeah, well that's that's pretty standard. And I think he he bumbled through his closing statement or something. They really. Said he, he was trying to give a number to text uh, his campaign, and he got it all tangled up. <laughs> I, I hear it's pretty good. I, I have not seen it, though, honestly. Uh, you know, the highlights is about all I can take because, oh. it, frankly, it makes me sick, and I think our oh. country has no future. Oh. But anyway. But other than uh, that. You know, other than that, I try to bounce back. And, mm. uh, well, there is a lot going on today. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Global warming information up there, Camp Google. That That's one of the more interesting oh, things. Oh, this Camp Google thing. Uh, to me, that's funny. Have you seen the new houses that Kanye West is building? No. Yeah. No, I haven't. I saw that. The yeah. little, I call them honeycombs. I, uh, I certainly have. little haven't. dome. Yeah. yeah. What, uh, is, what is he doing? He's got, he's you got know, 300. Thousand acres or something ridiculous. Mm, not, what? Not that many. He just putting them all out there. I think it's three hundred acres. But and he's, he's you know he has don't he have a church service he's trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no. Now we did watch that one. Yeah, yeah that's and, crazy. Um, <laughs> he claims he's born again. I saw that yesterday. Well, you know, I, I hope so. I hope um, that's true. Yeah. And um, we'll find we'll we'll find out. Yeah, that's uh, it, it's interesting. I, I, I'm. He's a strange bird. I, I don't fo- completely follow what he's trying to do with the honeycomb houses. Uh, it does look just like a beehive. Yeah, it's... Uh, that's I it. Mean, yeah, that, that can't yeah, be it. Yeah, yeah that's it. We'll, we'll, we'll dig into it. Um, like and, something and, from Star Wars. Well, that's really that's what does. everybody's comparing it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if it's a an attempt to take care of a homeless situation or uh, it's some kind of enviro-friendly thing. You know, I'm not going to make fun of it yet, other than it looks funny. Well, I would just uh, say this, though. Here's the problem. But look, if he's trying to solve some of these problems, I give him an A for yeah. effort. You know, I, I know that sounds a little strange, but I'm all right with people trying to solve a problem if they have some logic to or it. Or is this going to be his commune, you know, <clears> where he has? Because you know, they showed it, the little church service. He's oh, out in the middle there just uh, cranking it up. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just I, is this you know, tied to that? I, I, I just don't see the Kardashian women living in something like that. No, uh, no, no. This is for others, kind of like the Google Summit will be. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's quite. 
Yeah. yeah. Somebody yeah. said they saw Speedy run into one of them to get his watch, though. <laughs> 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 so there, there's a lot out there today. There's some other stories disturbing. I, I don't even know if I want to go into them, but sure. we'll uh, we'll wrestle them all down. We may play a little Rick and Bubba game or two today. Oh, who well, knows? heck, who knows? My gosh. Who, who, who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll jump into it. 15 minutes now past the hour, 866. We be big to number for you to be part of the program. Much to do going forward. The Wheel of Meat hasn't spun yet this week, so that'll be today or tomorrow. Frank Caliendo in studio tomorrow, make a note of that. And also the send-off for Frenchie. All still to come this week. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big as the number. Our global warming update music is rolling in the background, which that means it's time once again to take on those who seem to believe this but live as if they don't believe it. And I got news for you: the way you live, eh, that's usually the truth. Anybody who's been listening to us uh, over the years, or uh, I know I've I've referenced it several times uh, at I've events. Listened to this show a long time. Yeah, at, at events, uh, and and I, I, what I'm doing usually when I'm speaking somewhere, speaking on the uh, spiritual things, and and I said, you know, one of the problems about you know the one of the greatest life truths is you can profess one thing and live another. Anybody can do that, but it's impossible to believe something and live another. I mean, you you can't help but live out. What you really believe, and I can tell you, Bubba, probably eight out of ten times, I will reference the Copenhagen, Denmark Global Summit. Yes, <clears throat> and I will say the reason why I don't believe in man-made uh, climate change and global warming is because of the way those who claim to believe it actually live. And we talked about the Copenhagen, Denmark uh, World Climate Change Summit, and it wasn't a conference call. It wasn't a Skype. Uh, everybody traveled there and then traveled the whole week they were there and had big cars and airplanes and all these carbon emitting, uh, you know, travel, uh, transportation. And, and, and so I said, I can only come to one conclusion. They don't really believe it because they thought we were all about to die. You would not have to travel to this summit. Well, my gosh, they're doing it again. Rick, um, camp Google is taking place in Italy right now. Right. Attendees have to be personally invited by Google's founders, Sergey Brin and Larry Page. They even foot the bill for the travel and the stay to the tune of around $20 million. Now, Camp Google is meant to be a place where influential people can get together to discuss how to make the world better. There will be discussions about online privacy, politics, human rights, and, of course, the biggie, the environment, which makes it highly ironic that the event requires the patrons who come to this to fly in 114 private jets. Say that number again. 114 private jets, according to the Italian media, who is on the ground covering the event. Now, when the global warming, climate change, climate disruption, whatever the phrase of the week is, when they start getting up on the high horse about carbon emissions, airplanes don't fare well 
and private planes are just complete. They're almost talked about like that's the most disgusting thing on the planet. But yet we're going to have 114 private carbon-emitting airplanes fly to the Google, what is it? <clears throat> Google, Google <clears throat> Camp Google. <clears throat> Camp Google to discuss how all these influential <clears throat> celebrities and influential people can lecture the rest of us on how we need to stop emitting carbons unnecessarily, but yet, and you said it, go ahead and say it again, if you want to figure this out, because I was like, don't they know we see them? Well, that that would be the first topic. If I was at Camp Google, I said, hey, guys, we got a PR problem. We're here meeting about the climate, and we're putting in more carbon into the atmosphere than most of America will do over the past, uh, the next year. So we got to figure out a better way at least to spin this so that we don't look so bad. So a couple of people who uh, would be notable, you'll, you'll recognize who would be there. Former president, Barack Obama, Katy Perry is there. Her, Wait a minute, she was going <clears> until <throat> she lost that, 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 that thing about stealing yeah, somebody's she, song. she huh. may have to come back <clears throat> now. Her fiancé, Orlando Bloom, singer Harry Styles, Bradley Cooper, Nick Jonas, his wife, who has a name I can't pronounce, mm-hmm. Gail King, Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg, designer Diana von Fustenberg, and Barry Diller. Um, and apparently uh, the designers arrived via their $200 million yacht. DreamWorks founder David Geffen uh, is also there. And, um, you know, you speak about Katy Perry. She has done UNICEF videos to fight against climate change, but was recently photographed in a Maserati SUV that gets an estimated 15 miles to the gallon. Again. And it's like, you, you remember Barbara Streisand when she uh, would not go anywhere without taking her mobile home? Her, because, or, you know, it was her big RV thing because she wouldn't use a public toilet right remember that right those yeah. things get yeah. about what five or six yeah. miles of the gallon well, that, the point again we're making the especially point especially on the hills of, of california these people it's one of two things and you gave the other scenario one of them is very obvious they don't really believe it but they know this is something you need to be involved in if you're a big time celebrity it kind of looks good kind of like when you're you know people say look you need to make a few charity events you need to go to a couple of banquets and you know give some money and and there's no sincerity or getting your hands dirty in any of it there's that or it, this is just the the greatest definition of an elitist or a group of elitists that you will ever see. See, elitists mm-hmm. tell you how to live, but they don't live that way. Uh, that that's that's the definition of an elitist. Yeah, yeah. And, and I would like to just see the numbers. What mm-hmm. what does a trip like that put out far as carbon emissions versus an SUV that your typical soccer mom would drive over the period of a year? I mean, I, I just think the science of that would be very interesting. I, I know it's been done, but it's, uh, you know, here's the thing. I, if those folks want to get together and have a have a conference, that's fine. But it just seems bizarre that they would do that. And back to the, the bigger global warming issue, because we're going to hear about it from the demos too. Let's just say that the U.S. did everything they want to do. Now, it would totally wreck our economy. We would have looting in the streets. We, I mean, it would be a total anarchy breakdown back to caveman days. But let's just say we did that, and it worked out the way they wanted it to. There's a lot of other places that these carbon emissions are coming from. Western Europe, China, India, just to name a few. We can't solve the whole problem, even if we are perfect in their eyes. 
So no, it's, it's, you got to have a bigger plan. So, um, but again, I I think that they're, you know, if if you just study the science of, and and I'm fine with studying it, but so many of them have dropped the gavel and said, hey, this is a done deal, and it's not. Look, this is a classic case of the extremely wealthy family that the wife doesn't have much to do, and the husband says, go out and get involved in some things, and and she has some charities that mean a lot to her, and she puts together teas and dinners and stuff like that to raise money for it, but it's really just part of their lifestyle, things they do that they think are sharp. There's not an ounce of sincerity in it, and and there really is no solution. This is a chance for us to all get together, who are big-time influencers and celebrities, and to, to look like that we care about something uh, because we're guilty about the lavish lifestyle that we live. And we because we have been afforded a lavish lifestyle, somehow we think that we know when we come up with an idea that we then mandate it to the rest of y'all. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now it's become a status thing. I'm but, invited to this because I am somebody. Oh, no doubt. And that's also why these rules don't apply to me. Yeah, I'm on a jet and all that, but I'm so important and so elite, I can solve all this so I get a pass. Right. It's just like the social, like we talk about socialism. The the ruling class doesn't live like everybody else. This is, this is that all. This is a big deal. I'm a, first of all, we're trying to fix all this, so we're going to go to a bunch of actors and singers. That's who's going to fix all these problems. <laughs> but and why they live in a fantasy world? Yeah, they're going to they're going to solve we don't the world's problems because they can sing and act. Yeah, we don't bring in climatologists to record no. songs and be in movies. Exactly. Do you see how ridiculous <laughs> that is? But a status thing. <laughs> Look at me. I got invited. That'd be I'm a really good commercial, important. by the way. Bring in some scientists to act. <laughs> we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. George Dr. Funkenstein Clinton, and you're listening to Rick and Bubba, the sexiest two fat men in the world, y'all. They be giving up the fuck. It is 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Uh, LifeLock.com. Uh, you know, there's a new species out there of the mobile malware. Oh, gosh. It's got the ability now to hide its icon while pretending to be a legitimate operating update. Be careful of these. One suspicious app had more than 10 million downloads before it was revealed to be tricking people into paying for what they would otherwise have gotten for free. So be careful. Uh, Be sure that LifeLock uh, is on your team. And right now you get 10% off whichever plan you choose with the promo code Bubba. At LifeLock.com or calling 1-800-LIFELOCK, they join with Norton Security, so your personal identity is protected, and we love that, but also your wireless devices. And uh, again, so take advantage of this now. Live your life, enjoy the technology, but protect yourself with the best protection available. LifeLock, LifeLock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK. Don't forget the code Bubba. And you know, they've, they've pulled me out oh, of fire twice gosh, now. they so have. Mm-hmm. Glad to have it. Yep. Rick, for this story, can we uh, can we have uh, the Danger Zone uh, music? I think it fits well with this. You know, I love that the, song. The, the anyway. Danger Zone yep. music. <clears throat> yep. Uh, Top Gun music. Yeah. You want this? Yep. Well, we have that. Because it's in this. Here it comes. There you go. <laughs> well, Bubba, another. Uh, looks like. We're now confirming this now? They have confirmed it, and the U.S. is not saying a lot about it, although they're saying they're 
they played a part in it. They're not claiming total responsibility. Bin Laden's son has apparently been eliminated. Mm. He was put on, and I get this, he was put on the terrorist blacklist I bet. by the Obama administration right before he left office in 2017. Uh, his son had been seen as the the upcoming leader of several, several terror networks, uh, best known to us as Al-Qaeda, and uh, was gaining ground. He had made public statements about avenging his father's death and continuing terrorist attacks against the West. That was enough for President Obama to put him on the terrorist blacklist, and apparently he has now been eliminated. Yeah, there's not a lot of details, but it, it, you're, saying, you're right, it is being confirmed. Uh, how it all worked out and all that, we, we don't know yet. But, and maybe we, you know, apparently you do at some point get the whole story because uh, we definitely had the one on how we took Daddy out. Yeah. You know? Um, it is believed that he had a $1 million bounty on his head which helped to bring that about. And that was probably sponsored by the U.S., if I had to guess, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, they had offered that up for any information on where he would be and how to find him and all that kind of good stuff. Well, that's one down. He's yeah. probably got 30 siblings, but, you know, they have quite large families. Yeah. Yes, they Obama yeah. had like 50 brothers and sisters, something it was un- unreal, the number. Well, when you commit to being a terrorist, um, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a dangerous occupation. If you're going to do that, and uh, carrying on the family tradition is also very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't well, recommend it. Yeah, that, when Trump was asked about it, he Try said, "Try goat herding." Yeah, he said, "I don't want to comment on that." So uh, they're they're not letting all the details out now. Yeah, I think we'll know more in coming weeks. But the U.S. intelligence agencies are saying they feel fairly confident he is no longer a threat. Okay, so and and when they raided the compound in 2011, it says they did find documents that were showing that this eldest son uh, was being groomed, you know, groomed, yeah. and and his dad wanted him to. Drink. Let me hear that music one more time. I like that. Uh, yeah, whole, when uh, I, I yeah. think about evil going down, you know what I mean. The, old, the, the eldest Bin Laden is dead. logo of the United States with an eagle and one claw it has arrows. You yeah. know what that means? War. Yeah, yeah, it does. We'll come get you. It does. So in that, We the, have we have the uh, olive branch in the other claw, but uh, don't don't get that other claw. That's a bad one. It is. And um, so if when you um, declare yourself an enemy of the West, that will include us and that means you you'll be dealing with us as well. Now, we don't know exactly what role we played in this, uh, but definitely there's some role uh, but no details on that yet. So. But, you know, a lot of these uh, terror groups have been reduced greatly in their abilities over the past few years. Yes. Uh, you know, we did the story about the Flying Ginzu. That's one reason they think they've been so successful. Well, you, you, you can go, but if you, if you take off the, the, the hats and you just say, let's, let's talk about facts. Facts are that we had uh, President Bush uh, waging war uh, against uh, where he thought this terrorist attack on 9-11, where it came from, how it was funded, the training, and all of that. And then, of course, Iraq didn't stay within the uh, borders of the agreement for us not to come back on them. They broke those uh, 
that arrangement. So you had that war going on. So then you have Obama come in, and we credit to that administration for finally taking out uh, Osama bin Laden. But at the same time, he pulled us out of the situation that Bush put us in so quickly uh, without a real game plan. It allowed a vacuum, and, and then we had, uh, we had issues, and now the terrorist groups actually rose back up and yeah. became a bigger yeah. issue. Right. And then, again, you have to say when the Trump administration came into power and then went back on offense – um, we we haven't they've been very successful. We we haven't heard a whole lot uh, from those groups now. Well, I, I think again, I, I, I that's, just, know, that's just there's, there's a lot of people smarter than me in this. Mm-hmm. But when you go in and and war is something you should avoid, right? But there's a point where you can't avoid it, and then you go in and you go in to win it, and then after you win it, you have to build back that society to some level. So they can take care of themselves and hopefully not be a threat. We saw that in Germany. We saw that in Japan. We still have military bases on both of those, both of those places. So you can't just pull out because it's a politically good thing to do, and people chant and they hold signs. It it just doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, when was you it- have to stay and keep keep a stable society, and you're going to have terrorist attacks, and you're going to have this. It takes generations to grow out of that, but it can be done. No one was 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 more dangerous and more vicious fighting to the death and willing to give up their own life than the Japanese were in World War II. But you don't see that today. They're they're a very, very uh productive society for the world. Yep. It was a it was a good transition. It was, and, and it was it was not pretty what had to be done to break their will to continue, but how many lives have been saved by that decision? Let's just say that we did not win that battle in the Pacific. Let's just say Japan, we ended up making peace with them. We stopped the war. Or just left it unresolved. And, yeah. and we, you know, they, they wanted to sue for peace. In other words, they wanted to say, okay, okay, you know, holler calf rope before it's over. Right. We'll keep what we've got, but we won't go past this line or that line. You still have a problem today. Look at North Korea. Mm-hmm. Still got a problem today. Look at Cuba. Still got a problem today. So – we see we've got wins and we've got losses. We need to learn from the wins and avoid the lessons of the losses. Yeah, and, and but we still don't do that, and I don't know why. What is you know what I'm, this, I I can't believe this. I can't even remember what was the name of the terrorist group that we were all afraid of for a while when they came into the vacuum and set up and said jihad is back on, and they were organized and had their flags and all that. What were they called? Al Qaeda? Uh, no. Taliban? No. I mean, I'm talking about the one that just happened after ISIS. When's the last time you heard anything from ISIS? Nothing. You haven't. You know why? Because we went on offense and we right. shut them down. It's and, hard to operate when they so have see, to spend... See, I don't get anything the name. They have to spend all their time hiding. Right. Yeah. yeah. You can't go out and plan all these things and finance these things when you don't have money, mm-hmm. you can't move around, you can't communicate. Do you remember when ISIS was in was in, in at the oh, forefront yeah. of every single day? You remember when they had a caravan, all them Toyotas? Yeah. yeah. How many trucks? square miles of territory they they pretty much were in control? Yeah, of there was a report every single day. That yeah. was the ones. Now, yeah. now I had Obama, to reach to even remember the name. President Obama referred to as the JV team. Remember when right. they first? Yes. Yes. They yeah, were, they were just now coming yeah. in. Though. They were the ones that when we just said we're here one day, we're gone the next. They said we'll come into that little vacuum and, and we'll take and over. They, mm-hmm. they, and then Trump came in and said we, we got to go back on offense here and, and push that back out. And see, and, you you yeah. don't have a headline every day. We hear about Obama's son today, mm-hmm. but day Os- in day Osama, out, our, Osama bin Laden. Yeah, our our military has been taking care of these guys. Yeah. One 
after another, strategically cutting off their supply lines, getting rid of the people who were doing it, and you can make a difference in it. But it, it, you have to be dedicated to it, and it takes time. And the military that we invest in, so we do keep our freedom, and we do take care of the situations that, uh, that are important around the world with our allies, you, you, you can't, they're, no, they're of no use if you don't allow them to do their job. Right. They have to be allowed to do right. their job. Uh, if not, then you just got a real expensive uh, security system that you never use. You just turn it off all the time, never leave it on. And you know, it's a shame that you have to spend money and time and, and lives, unfortunately, in this. But as we've said, freedom has a cost to it, and it's a lease. You never pay it off. The mortgage is never paid off. 15 minutes to the top of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. More of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Website, Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. Will of Meat hasn't spun this week. Could happen any time. It'll happen today or tomorrow, so be paying attention for that. Now, Bubba, we know that um, Lisa Marie Presley has uh, has been in some financial trouble. Uh, well, that um, that financial trouble has some help arriving. People are estimating uh, to the tune of anywhere between three and five million dollars. Uh, she has signed a book deal. Uh, and again, they, they're all estimating it on the low end, three million on the high end, five million. Can so, I tell you, I think that's a little low for her to, yeah. to write a book considering her ties to Elvis and Michael Jackson. It's a, they're promising that the book will say, will have the following things in it. The most explosive secrets about her marriage to Michael Jackson, meaning we're going to finally hear from her what this was all about, what they were doing. And they say, you know. They, they call it also there's going to be some shocking revelations about Michael Jackson. Shocking. And a completely new understanding of Elvis. That the, Undoubtedly, she's going to give us some, some Elvis news as well about her father. Uh, and uh, Robert thinks he's still alive. Well, you, you No, you, I you, didn't say, but right. there, there, there's a lot of speculation about that. Right. If you so, look at him, you could tell he wasn't going to live long. Yeah, right. But I mean, good enough. Forty-two. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so anyway, um, it's um, it's going to be. It's supposed to be. You know, bring a lot of uh, information, uh, a lot of uh, answer, a lot of questions. Because uh, we remember, you know, there were so many great lines about it, and I didn't even realize this. Did you know that they actually announced that they had been married in of all places, the Dominican Republic? So think about the, how the Dominican is in the news yeah. again today, oh, no. and they claim that's where they went to actually get married. Rick, here's the thing. I, I think Lisa Marie could could give us some insight that would be very interesting from her point of view, and you got to remember that. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we know she's in bankruptcy and has squandered mm-hmm. the king's money and uh, <laughs> the king's ransom, if you would, right. and uh, – and that she's needing the money, I feel like that maybe this is a forced mm. thing where she goes, okay, mm-hmm. i got to come up with something to tell somebody right. so I can get some money. Right. 
But there's plenty to tell. I mean, look at that. That look, Rick, look at that video there. I mean, come on. We, mm-hmm. There's plenty that she could talk about behind the scenes. Greg's already give us a, a rundown of <laughs> things he expects to hear in the book. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that Rick, we will not cover on there. No, we, <laughs> uh, well, one of them, Greg, that I know you must have said. They uh, they they said that will be clarified. Um and um really? so yeah. Um. There, I'm sorry, a, and I know it's tabloid feeling about it, but I'm I'm kind of interested in this because it was so bizarre. Yeah. That whole marriage thing was just weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're quoting, you know, and I'd forgotten about this that some of this she's actually talked about with Oprah back in 2010. So they're going to see if if is there anything different, uh, and 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 see what happened. You know, and of course, people want to know about these. This new HBO documentary is she going to confirm that oh, yeah, she same. had some concerns about that too? And and um, so she said this in the 2010 interview with Oprah, and and this is I think one of the things that people say. She said the one thing that correlates with Michael and my father, referring to Elvis, on this subject. She said about you know when things got bizarre and and how things are always kind of bizarre around this level of celebrity. She said they have the ability, because they have so much power and so much wealth, to really create whatever reality around them they want to. Yeah. So, you know, whatever reality they choose, they can finance it and they can create it. Because, you know, if people smell money, they'll they'll pretty much agree to anything and you can get people to do this and go get me some of that and cover for this. And my goodness, guys, uh, Michael Jackson was eventually killed because he had his own doctor that was putting him to sleep every night like we were going to operate. And he could make that happen. And yeah. he, could, he could make that happen. Putting him to sleep with the milk. Right. But, but I guarantee you they will. I don't know if she'll cover in the book because in this the documentary, I, I haven't seen every bit, all of it, but at one point one of the victims, for lack of a better term, that's talking said that it was during this marriage, and he was like, hey, don't pay no attention to that. It's just for looks. Right. He claimed that. that mm-hmm. It was all publicity stuff. Well, back he in, was telling him, you know, because, I mean, I ain't going to go in that weird relationship. But is, it was this, basically, uh, don't be jealous because I'm right. just doing this for the camera. Right. Well, uh, wow. the uh, they, they were talking about some of the – I didn't realize that one of the payouts that Michael Jackson paid out to one of the accusers was $22 million. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Is that, I can't remember. I watched, is that the different honest. accuser? It's not one of those This two. is Jordan Chandler, whoever that is. I don't think Now, Lisa Marie was also married to three other people, including Nicholas Cage. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that one. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, uh, well, so, um, so Michael would have made four. She, she's been pretty busy. She has. She has been busy, and she's strapped for money, and now she's got a, a book deal that, that, that'll help. So, you know, I, will that taint what she comes up with because she feels like she's got to give some dirt to, to make it, you know, I gotta, buy the book? That's going to give people – I mean, I don't know the truth. I, gotta, I don't. I don't know. Well, I got to say yes because if I'm going to shell out – now, this is just the upfront money. I'm sure she's got a back-end deal, too, that's going to get her, you know, royalties on yeah. what all comes in, and, and, and those things get smaller as the book's been out longer, but – you know, because first of all, first of all, the publisher says, "Well, we got to get our three to four million back first. Yeah, right. then so you then you start getting royalties. So it's got to have some juicy stuff in it. Right, it's got to. So, so yeah, I mean, then are, comes the movie after yeah. the book. Are you are you going to pay out that kind of money if if she shows you what she's got and you go, well, everybody knows all this? Yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to have to have some, some well, stuff in it that we just or is it going to be one of those where you're expecting a lot and it falls a little flat? It could be. 
I'll just I'll just go with this. Like you said, a lot of times in these situations, you know, you, you have to be careful with speculation because that's not right to speculate on things we don't know. Uh, but I would just say that when it comes to Michael's life, Lisa Marie's life, and Elvis's life, most of what we just were able to see that we all can confirm <laughs> tells you it was a bizarro world. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah, you yeah, I don't. I don't need. It. I mean, I, I got to yeah. see it. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, the I, things yeah. that are they're right in front of you. <laughs> right. The, the things I saw were bizarre enough. So in the movie that's going to be about the book, which is next, who plays Lisa? Uh, and and is Bruno Mars going to play Michael Jackson? <laughs> oh, I'd be a good is that I mean, who is going to play Michael Jackson? Yeah. That's not a bad choice. Uh, I don't know if he can act. I'm so I'm, I don't know. Uh, would you want to play Michael in that? Role? No, probably you probably not. not. Uh, I'm just wondering who it, who would play it's and be like, casted. Uh, it, who who was the guy? Oh, I can't think of his name now. That did the Ted Bundy movie. Um, from <laughs> oh, yeah. High School Musical. What's his name? Yeah, uh, uh, Zach Zach Efron. Efron. Yeah. Yeah, he, Ted Bundy, yeah. He was very concerned too. about yeah, it was a good movie, mm-hmm. by the way. He was very concerned about playing that role yeah. that people would think bad of him for doing that because he had to do some very bad things in that movie. Oh, he did, yeah. Um, um you know, uh if Ned Beatty can survive, I I, I think I think Ah, I there think, you go. I if think, he can scream, it's just acting. Yeah. yeah. Did uh, did that was that Drew Barrymore? Mm-hmm. Is Lisa Marie is she is she too old now? No. Well, I mean, for the younger Selena Gomez. Do you, do you get a younger girl to play her younger, and then you let let? Um, <laughs> I think Cuba Gooding Jr. is going to play Michael since he played OJ so well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it. Uh, top of the hour. So uh, the Lisa Marie book promises to deliver. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.